0: Good morning, Antioch. It is a a pleasure to be here and to bring you greetings in the name of our Father and our elder brother, Jesus Christ, and in the sweet Holy Spirit. Talking today about life after Christmas. Life after Christmas. I want to read um, that passage from Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 8. It says, In the same region there were shepherds staying out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, And the glory of the Lord flashed and shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For this day in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord the Messiah. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Then suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this wonderful thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. And when they had seen this, they made known what had been told them about the child. And then in verse 20, it says, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit. Thank you for the people who are gathered in this room. Lord, I pray you speak to us. Give us ears to hear you. Hearts that are open and soft and receptive to what it is you would speak to us today. Lord, may you be glorified and your people blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. I heard the bells on Christmas day their old familiar carols play and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth goodwill to men and the shepherds went back to the fields, to their flocks. And Mary and Joseph eventually went back to Nazareth. The wise men left town, perhaps to follow other stars. And everyone went back to their lives. Christmas was over. And to most people, it would have appeared that nothing had Changed and yet everything, everything was different. A savior was born, hope was born, peace was born, love was born, truth, power, resource came into the world in the person of an infant. But when the heavenly host stopped singing and the star faded out of sight, it appeared that the people just carried on as they had before. Like today, Christmas is over. Soon the ornaments will be back in their boxes and the trees will be on the curb. The carols will have been sung. Wrapping paper will be crumpled and tossed in the trash. Some of the toys will already be broken. <laughs> Others will already be forgotten. Presents will be re-gifted and returned. And then on Tuesday, we will go back to our jobs and to school and to errands and to our many to do lists as though nothing is different, when in fact we have been reminded again that everything has changed. Jesus came to establish a new kingdom, a savior, a king was born. 700 years earlier, the prophecy of Isaiah declares for a child will be born to us. A son will be given to us and the government will rest on his shoulders and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Wise men went to Herod and said, where is he that is born king? of the Jews. Not will be or will be made, but born king. At his birth, a new kingdom was established, a new government was put in place, and Jesus spent his life teaching us what it meant to live in and be part of it. He said, you have heard, you shall not murder. But I say that everyone that continues to be angry with his brother or harbors malice against him shall be guilty. He said, you have heard you shall not commit adultery. But I say everyone that looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery in his heart. You have heard You shall not make false vows, but I say don't make an oath at all, but let your yes be yes and your no be no. He said you have heard an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I say whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat also, and whoever forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Except your righteousness exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. And we say, wait, (laughs) if we couldn't keep the laws that we had before, how shall we go beyond them? How can we ever be righteous enough to enter into this new kingdom? Because a Savior is come. And He, who knew no sin, became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. That is the good news that the angels came to declare. Religion falls short. Righteousness is required. And we can never do enough to become righteous. We must be made righteous. Born again. Not loving and giving and forgiving to try to get right with God. But loving and giving and forgiving in the power that results from being made right with God. It's a new kingdom and a new order. Paul said, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs. Do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is. He saw us trying to do it in our own strength and failing. Them with their pigeon and dove sacrifices, and we with our works and self denial. Will never be sufficient. The Father sent a Savior. Word, love, and truth wrapped Himself in flesh and came down. And for three years, He outlined for us how we give, how we serve, how we lead how to love, how to live, and yes, how to die. The people of God have been waiting for centuries. They had been waiting for centuries for a Messiah to rescue them from their own sin and from the oppression of their enemies. And God showed up. He showed up and he became our righteousness. He showed up and he became our peace. He tore the veil in the temple that divided us from God and from each other. He gave us his name and he poured out his spirit. He placed within us a well of water that is springing up into life. He freed us from sin from the power of Satan and death to live without fear for God and on purpose. That is the good news. We spend so much time trying to be safe, trying to keep our children safe. I love that. They say of Aslan, is he safe? No. But he's good. He did not come for us to have safe lives. Before the birth of Christ, another child was conceived, and his name was John. They called him John the Baptist. John, who leapt in the womb of his mother at the greeting of the mother of Christ. John, who cried out when he saw Jesus approaching, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, But for this purpose, I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed in Israel. That John, who declared that with confidence and power, later, in a moment of perhaps doubt or desperation, because he was facing dire circumstances. Facing death, John sends a message to Jesus and says, Are you the one? Or should we look for another? I would imagine this John was sitting in a, in a jail cell waiting to be beheaded, and he thought back over his life. And I'm, wait, I think I did to do, said everything I was supposed to say gave up whatever I was supposed to give up, and yet I'm sitting here, I just want to know, are you the one? Because things don't look very good right now. And maybe, maybe we're asking the same thing, whether or not we say it out loud. We think about this past year and the past election We think about the shootings in New York and Las Vegas. We think about the many babies who are killed and the many parents who have been deported. We think about the storms in Houston and the floods in Florida and the power problem in Puerto Rico. And we think about the deceit and the unrestrained and unashamed hatred in our world right now and we say quietly in the secret places of our hearts jesus are are you the one are you the one or do we look for another are you the one jesus because it thing it seems like things are out of control and we've been praying we've been waiting Are you the one? That Christmas carol goes on and says, Then in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, For hate is strong and mocks the song Of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Jesus responded, he said, tell John that the blind see, tell John that the lame walk, tell John the lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear, the dead are raised and the poor have the gospel preached to them. In other words, tell John that I am who he thinks I am. And today, he is saying the same thing to you and me. I am who you've heard about, and I am who you think I am. I am he who conquered sin and death and the grave and was resurrected. But that voice in us says, yeah, but things are really messed up. (laughs) These are really messed up right now Jesus I mean there are wars and the threat of war everywhere there are terrorists at home and there are terrorists abroad and there's unrest in the streets and vigilante justice is on the rise and this climate change thing we don't know what to do with about that no one knows how to fix it are you the one Jesus are you going to do something What is the plan? Jesus said, it's already done. It is finished. I have all power. Now you go and I will be with you. Us? Imagine the shepherds. And the wise men responding like us. Us? But we got flocks to feed, you know. We got other stars to follow. We got other children to bear, you know. We, we got to get back to stuff on Tuesday, Jesus. Maybe there's another plan that doesn't involve me dying. We were recently, Leroy and I were watching um, a movie on Netflix called Bright. And it stars uh, Will Smith. And Will Smith plays this officer, um, police officer, whose name is Officer Ward. And um, at this point in his career and in his life, Officer Ward is just trying to, to make it alive to retirement. Just trying to get done. Without dying, and he has this new partner, whose name is Jacoby. And Jacoby's dream is just, you know, to become a police officer. This is what he has been dreaming about since he was a child. And it's, it's a real interesting film with all kinds of um, odd characters, and because Jacoby is actually an orc, and there are elves and wands and. Evil that is, is, is um, impending doom coming into the world and and so the most of the movie, without giving too much away, they spend their time running from this this evil that they've heard is coming and trying to protect the elf that has the wand that if it gets into the wrong hands, it's just going to blow everything up and everything will be terrible. And so they are running. And at first they're running, trying to get to this particular sheriff that they, that's a friend they think will be able to help them. And they get to the sheriff. And as soon as they get to the sheriff, bang, he gets killed. And so now they're trying to run. And if we can just get to the FBI, the FBI will know what to do and take care of, we can hand over this, this, this elf person we've been trying to protect, and we can hand over this wand that we don't even want to touch, and we can go back to our lives. We, we just need to get away from all of this, and they're running, and they get beaten, and they get shot at, and and all manner of things happen to them while they're running and running, trying to get away, trying to get to help, and to someone else who can take on this thing that they have suddenly found themselves Um, in the middle of. And at some point, while they're in the car and they're speeding down the street, rushing towards something they don't know, Jacoby looks over at Ward and says, you know what? I think maybe we are in the prophecy. Because up until that moment, they had heard about the prophecy and this girl had been telling them, oh, there's this, this evil that's trying to come back in the world. It's been over 2,000 years and they dealt with it at one point, but it's, it's returning. And they're just like, "If we need to just hand her over so they can deal with their prophecy thing. But at some point, Jacoby says, I think we are in the prophecy." And I think the only hope is that we have to turn around and go back towards the thing that we've been running from. They realize that like Esther realized in the kingdom, perhaps they have been born for such a time as this. The word to you this morning, Antioch, is that we, we are in the book. We are in the prophecy. We are the church. And the church is mentioned in the story. You know, if you open up that Bible and read towards the end, it's all about the church. We're living in the prophecy. We have a role to play. Yes, there is a plan. You, you and me, we are the plan. Yes, there will be blood because there are crosses to bear and there are lives to be given. Christmas is not a commercial break from the insanity and then we return to our regular scheduled programs. It is our annual reminder that there is a new king and a new kingdom. Today, on the eve of another new year, many of us are taking stock and making resolutions, but this is not about coffee and calories. Resolve this year to get on with it, to get on with living the life that Jesus died to give us. Resolve to preach the good news in the new year from the pulpit of your office or from the pulpit of your classroom or from the pulpit of your favorite coffee shop or the treadmill at your gym. Resolved to lay hands on the sick and to set the captives free. Resolved to redeem the systems that created the poverty and that leave the sick and the prisoners without hope. Now this is not a message to go change the world. This is a reminder that the world was changed when the Savior was born. Tell that from the mountain. And tell that in the barrio. Tell that in the state house and in the prison cells. Tell people that there is hope. God has extended merciful kindness towards us. Tell the world that they don't have to live. We don't have to live in hatred and fear. Enslaved to sin or to shame. Bowing to the whims of this culture. Because a savior has come. A son has been given. Then peeled the bells more loud and deep god is not dead nor does he sleep the wrong shall fail the right prevail with peace on earth good will toward men antioch you are god's plan You and I are the plan. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you. Thank you for the grace that has been extended toward us. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that is in us. Thank you for the authority that comes with carrying the name of Jesus. Make us bold, Lord. Help us to be faithful, Lord, to do what you have created us to do. In the mighty, powerful, matchless name of our Savior, Lord Jesus, we pray, amen.